0: let's pray lord as we open your word together lord we we ask you by your holy spirit to reveal things to us that we haven't seen before things uh, that we also have seen before but for, have forgotten lord speak to our hearts we pray and lord change us by your word today uh, may we lord know you by your word and may you speak to our hearts and and change us lord by your holy spirit in jesus name amen Well, upon recently completing my sermon series through the Gospel of John, I was prayerfully considering what I should preach on next. And with our present context of the coronavirus, and because we are in such desperate need of the Holy Spirit's guidance and power and love in this somewhat uncharted territory that the coronavirus has put it, put us in, my thoughts uh, went to the Acts of the Apostles. The anxiety of the unseen threat of the virus, not knowing what is ahead and when or if things will ever get back to normal, is taking its toll on all of us. And if we're not careful to always bring Christ first into our minds and into our thoughts, into our Daily ret- routines, this will all get us down. And like everyone else, we Christians don't like having our freedoms restricted. We don't like having to wear masks in public, being forced to distance ourselves from friends and loved ones, and being reminded constantly of a threat to our lives and to the lives of our loved ones, not to mention the threat. Uh, to our financial security as well and all this as I said is weighing on us but we as Christians also have to remember that this is an opportunity we have a unique opportunity to rise above it all and shine the light of Christ because unlike others we have a secure future in Christ and we have the Holy Spirit now, and thus we should show a freedom of spirit that others don't have. And so, thinking about all this, I thought I'd look into Acts a bit for help in in this time to exercise that freedom. Acts begins with Luke, its writer, recounting Jesus' words to his disciples before his ascension. Jesus' words about waiting for the promise of the Father, the promise that they, the disciples, would be filled with the Holy Spirit not many days from then. That's in Acts 1 5. Jesus had said, You shall receive the power, sorry, you shall receive power. When the Holy Spirit comes upon you, and you shall be witnesses to me in Jerusalem and all Judea and Samaria and to the end of the earth. That was what Jesus left his small church of 120 disciples with. Those words, you shall receive power when the Holy Spirit comes upon you, and you shall be witnesses to me. In Jerusalem and all Judea and Samaria and to the end of the earth Acts 1 8 now remember Jesus had attracted thousands of people in his three years of ministry before this those that he had healed and fed and taught but little by little they had all fallen away the questions the persecutions the cost of discipleship had been too much for them in their minds but here the were these faithful ones this 120 who had gone through the dark time of watching Jesus their master being arrested tortured and crucified but then had the joy of seeing him alive again after his resurrection and communing with him and we christians today represent those original 120 if we too remain faithful followers of christ through our dark times the original 120 continued with one accord in prayer and supplication after jesus ascended and that's a great place to start peter their leader before the Holy Spirit came um, and, and the other disciples had understood through Scripture that Judas, the betrayer, had to be replaced. replaced. So they, they prayed and they cast lots to see who God would choose to replace him with. And sometimes I feel that we as Christ's church today act in similar ways and and kind of get ahead of God but from there when the day of pentecost came things radically changed, and we we read in acts 2 1 when the day of pentecost had fully come they were all with one accord in one place so that hadn't changed uh, for days they were all there waiting in obedience to jesus waiting to be filled with the holy spirit and when that day came they were all filled with the Holy Spirit, and began to speak with other tongues as the Spirit gave them utterance. And down in verse 11, we find what they were speaking. They were speaking the wonderful works of God. I want you to notice the word all in those verses. Sometimes we focus on the 12 because we hear from them most often, but they were all, with one accord in one place, all 120 of them all doing what Jesus had instructed them. They were all waiting for the promise of the Holy Spirit and waiting in prayer and supplication. Well what is supplication you might ask? Supplication is petitioning. They were petitioning God. Petitioning God for what? Petitioning God to fulfill his word in them so that they could be Jesus's witness. Jesus's witnesses. And they understood that they needed the Holy Spirit in order to be and to do that. They were ready and willing to be what God wanted them to be and had commissioned them for. And with all of that, what happened? They were all filled with the Holy Spirit, not just Peter and the rest of the 12. No, all of them, all 120. Now, let me ask you, do you want our church to be an effective witness in our community like that early church was? Well, maybe you don't want that. That might disrupt our our routine that we are comfortable with. Well, guess what? It's been disrupted anyway. Maybe you're content with the life and the witness of our church as it is. And if that's the case, then not much if anything will change. But it won't be long until we dwindle right out of existence. Let me ask you what you think God wants for our church. Do you think God wants his church to be effective in our witness of Christ like the early church was? Of course he does because that glorifies him and that is the purpose his church today just as it was back then in acts so if you're not content with the life and the witness of our church as it is and I hope you are not and you want our church to be an effective witness of Christ like the early church was then I ask you to pray I ask you to get involved in prayer and supplication daily like the first disciples were asking God to fulfill his word in you and in your fellow disciples and to give us what we need to be his witnesses here and now in point Claire and beyond well what do you think would happen if all of us wanted that all of the members of St. Timothy's wanted that and all prayed for that, asking for the Holy Spirit to fill us and to use us as Jesus' witnesses. You know, there's nothing wrong with that. Jesus said in Luke 11:13, 13, if you then, being evil, know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more will your heavenly Father give the Holy Spirit to those who ask him? Well, Peter, on the day of Pentecost, just one of those 120 who was filled with the Holy Spirit that day, went on to preach a sermon from Scripture, which the Holy Spirit used to convict many hearts of sin. Sin, because they had rejected Jesus. You know, it's the Holy Spirit's job to convict people of sin, not ours. Jesus had said, when the Holy Spirit comes, he will convict the world of sin, righteousness and judgment that's in John 16 8 that's one of the things that the Holy Spirit does and many who heard Peter's sermon that day repented because they were convicted by the Holy Spirit and they received Jesus as their Savior and Lord and the church actually grew from 120 to 3,120 that very day That's what happens when everyone is of one accord and wants to do God's will and obeys Christ and prays the will of God together. Jesus' disciples simply spoke the truth as the Holy Spirit led them that day. The Holy Spirit was the one who did the heart work in the people who heard it. So what about us? Are we even in prayer and supplication for the Holy Spirit to do that work of convicting hearts of sin today as he did back then? Do we care for those who reject Jesus? Well, I have to admit, many times I don't seem to care that much. I was convicted of that just last week as I read my morning devotional. I was Convicted that I didn't love Jesus to the extent that my heart was broken over those who reject him. And obviously, my heart would be broken for them if I was full of the Holy Spirit. Then I would intercede more often for them because I I would love them like Jesus loves them. And I would be more active in sharing the gospel of Jesus Christ with them. The Apostle Paul said that it is the love of Christ that compels us to tell others about him. And that love is the work of the Holy Spirit in us. It's not just the power to preach and tell others about Jesus, but it's the power of love behind the preaching as well. Romans 5, 5 says, hope does not disappoint because the love of God has been poured out in our hearts by the Holy Spirit, who was given us. 1 John says, In this the love of God was manifest toward us, that God has sent his only begotten Son into the world, that we might live through him. In this is love, not that we loved God, but that he loved us and sent his son to be a propitiation for our sins. Beloved, if God so loved us, we ought also to love one another. No one has seen God at any time, John writes. If we love one another, God abides in us, and his love has been perfected in us. By this we know that we abide in him, and he in us, because he has given us his spirit." That's 1 John 4, 9 through 13. Folks, as we read the Gospel of Matthew today, Jesus told his disciples not to do the things that came natural for them to do, and to do unnatural, supernatural things, he said to them, I say to you, love your enemies, bless those who curse you, do good to those who hate you, and pray for those who spitefully use you and persecute you, that you may be sons of your Father in heaven. For he makes his son to rise on the evil and on the good, and sends rain on the just and on the unjust. For if you love those who love you, what reward have you? Do not even the tax collectors do the same? And if you greet your brethren only, what do you more than others? Do not even tax collectors do so? Therefore, you shall be perfect, as just as your Father in heaven is perfect. Folks, do you think that any of us can obey that command of Jesus on our own? there's no way we need something beyond ourselves for that something supernatural some one supernatural and that is the holy spirit that's the only way we can be that witness that jesus talks about but are you ready and willing to be what only he can make you to be and what he has commissioned you for are you praying for that, for God to fulfill his purpose in you and in his church today? Are you praying and waiting with others and in, anticipating, in anticipation of that? Well, the Holy Spirit was there for that, but he was also there to teach the disciples all things and to bring to remembrance all things that Jesus said to them are are we continually putting God's Word into our hearts so that the Holy Spirit can teach us all things and bring to mind Jesus's words as he did the disciples back then if we are his disciples today who is our teacher is it not the Holy Spirit Are we eager and waiting to be taught by him each day? What are some of the things that Jesus said that the Holy Spirit will bring to mind? Well, think of this. Jesus said, peace I leave with you. My peace I give to you. Not as the world gives do I give to you. Let not your heart be troubled, neither let it be afraid. Do we not need to hear those words today? Does the world not need to hear them? Jesus said that the Holy Spirit will testify of him and you will also bear witness. In John 15, 26 to 27. And on the day of Pentecost, the Holy Spirit did just that. He testified of Jesus, speaking the wonderful works of God through the 120 disciples uh, in at least uh, um, 10 or 15 different languages to those who who gathered and Peter also bore witness to Jesus in his own language his own tongue that day and the disciples of of Jesus worked in and with and through the Holy Spirit that day and after but only after they had waited and prayed for the holy spirit to come to come knowing that they couldn't do anything without him they waited in obedience to jesus and they prayed acts 2:42 says and they the church continued daily in the the apostles doctrine not weekly not every sunday But daily. So you might say that that was their primary occupation. Is it ours? Do we continue daily in God's Word? The Apostles' Doctrine is now our New Testament from where we get our creeds. And these guys had been taught by Christ and they were now being taught by the Holy Spirit and teaching others. And yes, these 12 were unique. They were in our special. They were eyewitnesses of Jesus' majesty, as Peter wrote. And most of them gave their very lives for Jesus. The New Testament was, was written and developed by the inspiration of the Holy Spirit using these guys. And Paul, who, in my opinion, God had chosen to be among the 12... Uh, wrote this By revelation he, God made known in to me the mystery of Christ which in other ages was not made known to the sons of men as it has now been revealed by the Holy Spirit to his holy apostles and prophets. So they were Special. They had special revelation. That's from Ephesian, uh, Ephesians 3, 3-5. And Peter uh, wrote in 2 Peter 1, 19-20, And so we have the prophetic word confirmed, which you do well to heed as a light that shines in dark place until, until the day dawns and the morning star rises in your hearts, knowing this first, that no prophecy of Scripture is of any private interpretation, for prophecy never came by the will of man, but holy men of God spoke as they were moved by the Holy Spirit. So these 12 were indeed unique, but we have to remember that we have the privilege of sharing that same word and the same Holy Spirit with them. The same Holy Spirit wants to teach us through the same word today, and work with us and use us today. The early Church members studied and continued on in the Apostles' Doctrine, and so must we. And the Holy Spirit will teach us and give us understanding so that we can teach others. But just beware, if you ever come up with something new, that there is nothing new. The mystery has been revealed. And, and we don't have the same foundational apostolic anointing or inspiration or authority that Peter and Paul and the others had. But do know that we have the same Spirit and please do ask and seek to find what your spiritual gifts are that you have been given for the body today. The Holy Spirit testified of Jesus by doing supernatural things through Jesus' disciples, confirming the truth um, that they proclaimed about Jesus and his resurrection, and he desires to do the same through us today as well, to confirm the truth of his gospel. Not long after Pentecost, in Acts 3.6, Peter told a lame man who was begging at the gate of the temple, what I have, I give to you in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, rise up and walk." And that man was able to do so. And it doesn't tell us how Peter knew the man would be healed, but I'm sure that the Holy Spirit told him so, giving him the faith that he needed to do what he did right then and there. And we also might recall those words of Jesus to the 12 in Matthew uh, 10, when he sent them out. Freely you have received, freely give. And Peter said, what I have, I give to you in the name of Jesus. Jesus Christ of Nazareth, rise and walk. So the same goes for us. We have freely received, we must freely give. And if we have that attitude of thankfulness in receiving what we have had from Jesus, then we will want to give his grace away to others as well. Well through Peter's preaching, after that healing of the lame man and lame man in Acts, another two thousand believed in Jesus. And that, in turn, of course, got Peter and John arrested and threatened. But they boldly testified in the face of that threat. And then gathered the others and prayed, saying, Lord, look on their threats and grant success to your servants, that with all boldness they may speak your word by stretching out your hand to heal, and that signs and wonders may be done through your holy servant jesus again i ask you are we praying like that today we should be acts four thirty one says and when they prayed and when they had prayed the place where they were assembled together was shaken and they were all filled with the holy spirit and they spoke the word of god with boldness People, if we are to do the will of God as His church today, we have to pray in the same way that they prayed. And great things will happen, along with persecution, of course, for we are in a spiritual battle and we will be resisted as they were when we go on the offensive. But Peter said, we are his witnesses. To these things and so also is the Holy Spirit whom God has given to those who obey him. Is that us? Isn't it worth facing resistance to be able to work alongside of our Lord who rescued us? To work alongside of our Almighty God doing his purposes and being led by His Holy Spirit, that's what life's all about, we can't just squander it and let it go by. Obedience, unity of spirit, desire to do God's will, prayer and supplication, expectation, and faith are all key to this. And. All of this is taught to us as we read God's Word, as we, as we study it and ask the Holy Spirit to not only inspire us, but to work through us to be Christ's witnesses in our world today. Let's pray. Lord God, we do thank you that you have called us, you have commissioned us, you have opened our, our eyes and gifted us with so much. Lord uh, not only in this life but especially in the life to come and Lord we thank you for that and we ask you that you will help us to realize all that we have received each day and because we have received from your abundance your grace your mercy your love that we will be happy to give Lord especially out of love for you Lord and Lord we just ask you again to to, to fill us again lord to come to stir us to stir our hearts for our neighbors to stir our hearts for even our enemies lord as you said in matthew lord that we would have this supernatural love and have this supernatural power to be children of god and to be your witnesses today lord thank you that for this privilege to work alongside of you to do your purpose lord to to again to to glorify you lord as we were uh, made for this lord and thank you that we can do it today only by your holy spirit so again we ask you give us this spirit give us your holy spirit that we may be your witnesses and do your will we ask this in jesus name amen